Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Friday, absolutely jammed live in Los Angeles. It's the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Fresh off a 5-0 Blazing 5. Love my picks this week. Maybe won't love them Sunday night, but I love them today. J-Mac joining Malcolm Jenkins, former Eagles, joining us today. Um, Wow, wow, wow. Last night, at some point, you have to acknowledge and admit what you are. And I think Sean Payton, Russell Wilson... I think Sean knows what he wants to do. It's a matter of how you do it, but that was ugly. Uh, Russell Wilson had, what, 57 passing yards at one point in the fourth quarter? It's like, they can't move the football. That's an ugly, ugly They can't pass the football. Also true. Yeah, Yeah. so let's start with that. Um, Some issues in the NFL are very easy to see, and when you have a star quarterback, it's even easier to see your issues. Kansas City's offense is struggling. We know it's not Andy Reid and it's not Mahomes and it's not Kelsey. They need another receiver. Rasheed Rice and uh, Kadarius Toney, it's just not good enough. Now, again, they'll get to the playoffs. They'll win their division. They'll probably end up in the AFC Championship. I I don't think this receiving core can beat a San Francisco or a Philadelphia. I don't. Uh, So... But it's pretty easy to see that. Denver's issues are more complex, or are they? The defense has fallen off the ledge. Probably got to spend a lot of draft capital on defense and get a new D.C. But Russell Wilson is an enigma. He's only 34 years old. He has no major injuries. He is a ghost of his former self. Listen, you can, in the Denver media, it's not Russell, it's not the offense. Yes, it is. When you trail 13 to nothing, and you know it's over, 
it's the quarterback. You wouldn't feel that way with Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. You wouldn't feel that way with Josh Allen, uh, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. You wouldn't feel that way. 13-0, hell, 10-0, it felt over. And that's with Cortland Sutton, a very strong number two receiver. Greg Dulcich, excellent young tight end. Upgrades on the offensive line. And Sean Payton won a Super Bowl as a winning record against every quarterback he's ever coached for any duration. Russell had a finger injury. That's it. On his throwing hand his last year in Seattle. But even that year, he finished with 103 passer rating, 25 touchdowns, just six picks. He was still really good. And that's behind a shaky O-line. 25 touchdowns, six picks, 103 passer rating, bad O-line. Winning games. What my eyes tell me. I watched the entire game and what my eyes tell me. That his mobility and elusiveness and escapability and the ability to extend plays was a much larger part of his success than I gave it credit for. I thought that was his off-speed pitch. I thought intelligence, pre-snap, pocket passer, and he moves a little. No, no, that's not it. I was wrong. And Pete Carroll saw it. His elusiveness, his mobility, his escapability was probably 60% of his game. I thought it was 20 or 30. He's a pitcher that threw 99, and now it's 93. And that's the difference between an all-star pitcher and getting hit. That's it. I gave his pocket awareness IQ a lot of credit. I always sought the elusiveness. Hey, it, it, it's a great curveball. What a nice additive. Now that was it, and he's going to be 35 soon, and it's not there. Pete Carroll knows personnel. He's like, hey, if it's just going to be pocket stuff, Geno's better than Russ. And right now, the last year and a half, Geno is better than Russ throwing from the pocket. So, And it's not going to get better. Russell's getting older. So plus, and the weird thing is, from what we can tell from players literally saying publicly they didn't love Russ in Seattle, he wasn't beloved in that locker room. And he was an insider. He was Pete's guy. He drafted him. John Snyder, Pete, that was our guy. They protected him. We've seen stories now. They kind of protected him. He's not Sean Payton's guy. He's an outsider in Denver with a big mansion on the hill and the beautiful wife. He's an outsider. So he doesn't have that protective mechanism, which I don't think he realized quite in Seattle. He saw Pete sometimes as a barrier to his success. But the truth is in the NFL, if the GM and the coach draft you and you win a Super Bowl, they're your ally. Doesn't mean they think you're perfect. They're going to go look at Mahomes' workout. They're going to go watch Josh Allen's workout. But you're their guy. Them finding you in the third round, that makes Pete and John look like geniuses. Two. And you. So, um... How do you fix the defense? It's not that hard. It really isn't. Go hit on four draft picks. Seattle did it. You can hit on four draft picks, get a new DC. You can fix stuff in a year. Bill Parcells, as a GM, took the Dolphins from 1-15 to 11 wins with Tony Sperano as the coach. He found a guy like you, coach. I'll fix the roster. You can fix, you can fix a lot of problems in this league easily. Uh, the Russell Wilson component fixing... Uh, not easy. He talked after. We, we had a chance, and I think we just got to play better, play cleaner. I got to, I got to play better, and, and uh, that's that starts with me. Our defense played great tonight. Uh, they battled all night. Um, 
they came up with a pick and uh, our defense did and, and uh, could have had two, you know, and, and they, did, they did a really good job keeping us in the game. I think offensively, uh, we, we, we had some really good things. And then, um, you know, we obviously the two turnovers by me is unacceptable. We can't happen. So now it gets interesting. Mike Lombardi is a former NFL GM. He had a tweet this morning. He said, nobody's going to touch Russell Wilson now. But if he's on the roster for the fifth day of the league year in 2024, his 2025 salary becomes fully guaranteed. And that's 37 million bucks. Yikes. The Broncos will have to eat the $17 million guaranteed for the 2024 season as Wilson either continues to play or move to the TV booth. You can honestly say without one ounce of hesitation, the next 11 games are the last games Bronco fans will see Wilson in their uniform. And I believe it's the only reasonable conclusion. Great college quarterback draft class. Denver currently has the number two pick. Sean Payton wants his guy. You can keep running this back. It doesn't work. Russ is going to be 35. I made a mistake. I thought his running and elusiveness was a small component to his game. It was much bigger. We've discovered that Lamar Jackson is a much better thrower than people gave him credit for. Just the opposite. Lamar is actually really good in the pocket. The running is an additive, a great additive. With Russell, we gave the pocket stuff too much credit. Greg Cosell for years and years said, I don't love it. I should have listened better. But listen, you can have untenable situations, tire fires, and fix them overnight. Houston's a great example. One year ago, Houston was an unstable, unmitigated disaster ownership now. Now they have a star quarterback on the rise, cheap for the next four years, a defensive coach people like, and they found a couple of really nice pieces, weapons in the draft. They can go to free agency big because they don't pay C.J. Stroud. You get the quarterback right and on the cheap, and you get the coach right, and Sean Payton's a good coach. You get fast in this league, even if you're a mess. And Denver's got really rich owners, the best corner arguably in the league. They've upgraded the O-line. Some pieces they could move, and the number two pick in the draft. Go draft Drake May, and then spend the rest of the draft on defensive players. Resign Patrick Sertain, build around him, go get your quarterback. Things change very quickly in this league. And, and, and by the way, not all quarterback struggles are the same. So Justin Fields struggled, right? But he's cheap. He's in his prime. There's other people. We don't know if the coach can coach. Russell's older, out of his prime, and Sean Payton's a brilliant offensive coach. Who gives a rip about that stupid call at the end of the half you don't like? Lincoln Riley made a call last week for USC that was egregious. Caleb Williams scored a touchdown because he's Caleb Williams. So Russell, Justin Fields, you may say, he didn't have a ring, but he's in his prime and he's inexpensive and he's learning. Russell's out of the learning years. That's not the issue here. And I want you to listen to Sean Payton. After the game, this is a message up the food chain in Denver. Obviously, offensively, we struggled throwing the ball. Our third down numbers were poor. Tonight was a game where we certainly played well enough defensively, but offensively, from a third down perspective, keeping drives going, you know, we struggled to get anything until you know, really late in the game. To win in our league, you've you got to be better throwing the ball, especially, you know, I don't think the wind was that big of a factor. He mentioned that four times. Throwing the ball, got to throw the ball. Wind wasn't a factor. We can't throw the ball. Third down, got to throw the ball. We can't throw the ball. 
He didn't draft him. Pete Carroll tried to keep quiet when he let Russ go, right? May have leaked a thing or two. The Seahawks did a thing or two. But it was like, hey, best wishes. That's not the case here. There are, there are no best wishes. Unless they can get out of his contract and get Drake May. Then it's, then it's all full steam ahead. But this is messaging up the chain. You've got to be able to throw the ball. And Denver can't. 95 passing yards. Cortland Sutton, good tight end. Read on offensive line. I like Williams. The running back's a beast. Sean Payton. Stop with Sean Payton. He knows what he's doing. People used to crush Andy Reid. Then he got Mahomes, and people forgot about the clock issues. Coaches make mistakes all the time. It's a live, fluid game. They make mistakes all the time. That didn't decide the game. 95 passing yards is deciding the season. All right. J-Mac, blazing five picks in 50 minutes. The Denver Broncos thing. We talked about it this week. What do you do with Russ? Complicated situation. And I think you have to just go nuclear, right? You just, we're going to eat his dead cap money. We're going to get rid of him and we're going to start over. I looked it up. Remember when Matt Ryan was on the Falcons? Yeah. And they had to move him to Indy. They were like, hey, that's our only option. $40 million dead cap hit. They just absorbed it. One year of pain. Get our quarterback. Let's rebound. And I think that's what we're headed for, right? Remember, remember, like Kansas City, if you hit, they hit on like seven rookie contracts, right? Like they had a great draft, Brett Veach. It's amazing how much you can absorb when you hit on six or seven rookies. Seattle was a bit of a wobbly mess post-Russ. They found two tackles. They got a running back. They got a pass rusher. They found a corner in the fifth round that's a pro bowler. This draft, when you overpay, what it does put is enormous pressure on you. So the Jets missed on a left tackle and a quarterback. Those are hard to miss. But they're still viable because they had enough money to get Aaron, and they hit on enough other draft picks. Joe Thomas or Joe Douglas, outside of the left tackle quarterback, he's hit on a lot of picks. So there's ways around stuff, but I, I am a believer, I always tell my wife this, of getting stuff off the table. If we have a family issue, No matter how painful it is, get it off the table. Because if stuff lingers, it's bad for the room. It's bad for the family. It's bad for road trips. It's bad for our stress. It's bad for get trouble off the table, start over, and just deal with it. Dad will figure out a way to solve it. But don't let stuff linger. See a therapist. Address stuff. So in this situation, you can keep bringing Russ back. It's over. By the way, it's trouble in the NFC. You're done in the AFC. In your own division, it's Mahomes and Herbert. Those are four-year games. What happens if the Raiders end up getting Michael Penix from Washington with all those offensive weapons? Six-year games, you're at a quarterback deficit. Short-term pain, right? One year, and then long-term gain. You get your Drake May to battle Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes in a division where the quarterbacks are stacked. We've talked about this before. In life, discomfort is actually... A great thing because it means you're doing something you generally know it's coming the tsunami of pain and but you're getting rid of stress and so russell leaves the building tomorrow and even if for a year it's awful the stress is out of the building and and i liked him but like it's not working stop and by the way the the contract hasn't even started yet (laughs) could be uncomfortable there for the next four months but long term it's going to be great I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Here's my parlay. I'll take the Jags at home minus four to win and cover against the Colts 
who were going with a backup quarterback. Colts outplayed them in week one. Jags will not overlook Indy. Jags minus four. Seahawks at the Bengals. Cincinnati found their groove. This game is urgent. They're in a very tough division. Every game matters now after a rocky start. I'll take the Bengals minus three to cover. And the Commanders with extra prep off a blowout loss, humiliated, get points, two and a half at Atlanta. Atlanta beat Houston. I don't think they're better than Houston. They just beat them. I'm going to take the Commanders plus two and a half. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the HERD. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort, with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, Visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right, welcome back. Blazing 5, top of next hour off of 5 and a week. So, um... I love watching the Philadelphia Phillies play. Baseball diehards are kind of freaking out because all the teams that were dominant in the regular season are getting crushed. Baltimore, see ya. Tampa, see ya. Dodgers, see ya. Braves, see ya. So, I get the Astros, the most polarizing team in baseball, and superstar Justin Verlander. I get the Phillies and superstar Bryce Harper. Great teams, great stories, great stars. Phillies fun to watch. Watched them again last night. Alpha, cool, Bryce Harper, 
That is a great television product. Uh, I, so I love watching the Phillies play. I don't think baseball's hurting at all. The playoffs' bigger issue is the Yankees and the Red Sox. Just one would be nice. They're no longer elite. So if you had the Yankees in these playoffs in the American League and Aaron Judge hitting bombs, and they'd have to get through the polarizing Astros and Justin Verlander, and then on the National League side, you know, I, I get Bryce Harper. <laughs> Baseball's ratings are up this year. There's no fear. There's nothing wrong with wild card teams winning. What baseball's always needed is fewer games in a season. That'll never change. And superstars that are marketable. If Aaron Judge was in these playoffs, they'd be great. We're missing the Yankees or the Red Sox. We don't need both. Houston's polarizing and has a star. Philadelphia's all alpha with Bryce Harper. We're missing Aaron Judge. But the baseball playoffs have been magnetic. You, you, what baseball needs, you don't have to have great teams, but what the NBA and the NFL has are big-name stars. Aaron Judge looks like Paul Bunyan. Bryce Harper, Verlander, recognizable. Personalities. Dominant postseason performers. That's what we need. What's here right now is great. It's just missing. It's just missing two teams that basically ran the sport, it felt like, for 10 years, the Yankees and the Red Sox. But I don't, I don't buy the wild card teams winning. Like I was sitting around watching the Orioles this year or the Blue Jays or the Rays. No, I was hoping Bryce Harper, as I said in June, my dark horse to win the World Series was Philadelphia. If you give me Verlander, you give me Bryce Harper, and then if you throw in the Yankees or the Red Sox and all the anxiety and the tension of the Northeast baseball seam heads, I think you're great. But I, I think Philadelphia is a tremendous watch, and I am rooting for him. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. So I see this all the time. A coach has a Super Bowl. He makes a mistake during a game. What a... That guy doesn't know what he's doing. No, he does. A coach's mind, it's cluttered. If your pilot makes a mistake or your surgeon operating on your son makes a mistake, be very concerned. All football coaches, including Belichick in his prime, made mistakes. Andy Reid was raked over the coals for years in Philadelphia because of his clock management. Nobody talks about that anymore because of Patrick Mahomes. I was saying this, star quarterbacks in the NFL are a lot like big money. If a school teacher invests $15,000 in a stock in her 50s and it Go sideways, bankrupt, belly up. That's punitive. What were you doing? If a rich person invests that and it doesn't work out, they make that a week. You have much greater margins for error when you're a rich person. Right? Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, Trey Lance, how do you draft him? Brock Purdy arrived. Nobody cares. There is no perfect coach. There is no perfect general manager. I have six different GMs on my phone. They have all at one point had a strong opinion about a player and bought him or drafted him, and he's been a bust. And they're the six smartest guys, I think, in the league. Bill Belichick has whiffed over and over, not only on the draft in games. 
I know anonymous people on Reddit boards, you're the geniuses in society. There are no perfect coaches. Sean Payton's won with Taysom Hill, a winning record with Teddy Bridgewater, with Jameis Winston. He's never had a shutout. Super Bowl with Drew Brees. He's fine. He doesn't have a quarterback. Go to a Green Bay Packer message board these days. Suddenly, Matt LaFleur's a dummy. You notice that? Didn't call him that with Aaron much. He was, you Packer fans defended Matt LaFleur. He's way better than McCarthy. He is the man. Now he's a dummy. He's got Jordan Love instead of Aaron Rodgers. It's funny. Belichick has gone in the last four years from the greatest coach of all time to get that bum out of town. Let's see. Did his IQ precipitously drop? He lost Tom Brady. Sean Payton with Drew Brees. We never talked about coaching much, right? We blame the officials for that call against the Rams. NFL is rigged. It's the officials out to get Brees and Payton. Now, suddenly, Sean's a dummy. Come on, man. Go back to your Reddit board. Peyton had a bonehead call. End of the first half, he acknowledged it. That's a, that's a boneheaded mistake by me. They were calling one as well, and I'm off and down, but that, that, that was stupid. They, they, they obviously would have taken that. Yeah. Yeah, it just was. By the way, I think Lincoln Riley is about as smart as any college football coach. They went to overtime against Arizona this past week. They had a play I thought was the silliest thing I've ever seen. And Caleb Williams grabbed the ball and ran past two defenders and scored. Nobody talked about it. I mean, guys on Reddit board, then they deleted it once the touchdown was scored. If you have a great quarterback, you have unbelievable margins for errors. Did you see Kansas City last night with that razzle-dazzle play? It looked like my intramural flag football team in college. It was an absolute mess. Just um, It's like they didn't practice it, and you know they did. Nobody cares because you have Patrick Mahomes. Folks, Jay Glazer said it years ago. Coaching in the NFL is a miserable job if you don't have a top six or seven quarterback. Even if you have Dak, who's like 12th, 13th. Garrett, Jason Garrett, gone. Mike McCarthy, about to be at the end of the year, gone. So before you sit there and nitpick all these, is Sean Payton a friend? Yeah. Do I like Lincoln Riley? Yeah. I don't necessarily love Belichick. I think he's grumpy and difficult. But he's not a bad coach. He's just got a bad quarterback. And as the NFL has become increasingly quarterback-centric, you used to be able to win. Dave Wonstadt, winning record, Bears, Dolphins, running game defense. You can't win that way anymore. Mike Vrabel is a brilliant coach. Not winning a lot of playoff games. He's got Ryan Tannehill. He's a great coach. Great running game. Great defense. Great defense. So much of Rabel and the Titans is great. They're okay at quarterback. Steelers, last, last five years. Great defense. Great owners. Great cultures. Great defensive coach. Man, they, don't, they don't win a lot of big games. Old Ben and Kenny Pickett. Mike Tomlin now. Dummy. You weren't saying that when he was hoisting a trophy. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. In, let me give you a, an example of what I think is happening right now in, in Denver. Sean Payton has to worry about so much with Russell Wilson that he didn't have to worry about with Drew Brees. He has to call a different game. They just can't do certain things. So his mind's a little cluttered. It happens. But um, 
I know you think coaches are perfect. Green Bay Packer fans literally have turned on Matt LaFleur. Oh, it's play call. Well, Aaron Jones isn't healthy. Christian Watson's not there. David Bakhtiari's not healthy. And it's Jordan Love. Three years ago, when I criticized Matt LaFleur, I got nothing but pushback. When I'm like, how do we know he's a great coach? And he just doesn't have a great left tackle and a great quarterback. Uh, yeah, I keep watching him lose to old Brady and Matt Staff. How do I know he's a great coach? And you push back. Now, Matt LaFleur's a dummy. I'm going to say he's not. So this, this league now, there is one way to win. NFL my entire life, you could win with a run game and defense. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens, Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson won Super Bowls, hoisted a trophy. They were like B-C quarterbacks, hoisted a trophy. Bucks defense. You can't win that way anymore. Well, what if San Francisco, what if they haven't? As good as Shanahan is, as good as that defense was, Garoppolo didn't hoist the trophy. So there's just, there's one way to win in the league now. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. It's a more, it's a more safe league. You can't grab quarterbacks, pound them into the turf. You can't knock concussions, banging on players upstairs. I think it's a better league. It's a more fun league to watch. The ratings are up across the board. I love football, but there is now one way to win. There's just one way to win. You got to have you got to have a top quarterback. That's that's who's going to win the Super Bowl. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition 
made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins blazing fire. The number. I love the Ravens minus four. You know I love favorites when the number's four. They're three and two this season, both losses by one possession. And is anybody watching Lamar Jackson? He was the highest-graded quarterback last week against the Steelers this season, according to PFF. And by the way, their offense is third in big plays. Lamar Jackson's having a hell of a season. His receivers can't catch. That won't last forever. And their defense, the Ravens' defense, since acquiring Roquan Smith from the Bears, and nobody liked that move, oh, wait, it's top one, two, and three in virtually everything. This is a really good football team that massively outplayed Pittsburgh, and I only have to give up four against the Titans' offense that has the 28th offensive line, Ryan Tannehill's having a horrible year. They're banged up at wide receiver, and they've lost six straight roadies. I'm going to swallow the four. Ravens win 27-21. Seahawks and Bengals. I love this one. I'm taking the Bengals minus two and a half. Joe Burrow is finally healthy. Season-high completion percentage last week at 78. Burrow in the last two seasons has been awful in September. If you look at the rest of the season numbers, he's the second-best quarterback in the league to Patrick Mahomes. Listen, the Seahawks have benefited. They win against the Giants and the Panthers. Terrible teams. Their O-line is injury-ravaged, and it's 30th according to PFF. They have the third-worst third-down defense in the league. They're struggling to get people off the field. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase are going to eat. The market doesn't realize the Bengals are really good. They'll learn it after this week. 26-20 over Seattle. Vikings at Bears. Bears plus three. Lousy, rainy, windy weather favors the run team. And no NFL team is more pass-dependent than Minnesota. And Justin Jefferson is out. Justin Fields' last two games. Look pretty spicy, 67% completion percentage. Connecting with DJ Moore. The last two weeks, Justin Fields, passing yards a game, passer rating, big plays. He's been truly terrific. And the Vikings are a sloppy mess. They lead the NFL with 12 giveaways, worst turnover differential. Again, they're the most pass-dominant team in the league. It's going to be windy, wet weather. Justin Jefferson's out. Jordan Addison is hurt. And I believe in the locker room, the Jefferson injury waves the white flag. The Bears are inspired at home, feeling good about themselves, and think they can get into the playoffs and beat Green Bay and maybe Detroit. Bears win it. Take the points 24-21. Saints at Texas. I don't get this line. I'm taking the Saints minus one and a half. Derek Carr, last three games, 100 passer rating and no picks. But the defense is the story here. Dennis Allen's an excellent defensive coach. Top five in scoring defense, total defense, pass defense. By the way, passer rating allowed by the the Saints this year, 66, best in the NFL. The Texans, Tank Dell's out, a very talented receiver. And C.J. Stroud, we love him. 
Folks, these rookie quarterbacks always regress at some point. Now everybody's got film on CJ. No quarterback in league history has ever started with no picks through their first six games. I like CJ Stroud. He's a hit. But we've got to be realistic. Nobody had film. Nobody knows what he can't do. Saints win on the road 24-20. Swallow the points. Cowboys at Chargers. I'll take the Chargers plus two and a half. They're getting healthy. Here comes Austin Eckler. He's back. Where the Chargers have struggled is fourth and one, third and three. That's Austin Eckler. The O-line's fine. Herbert's great. Keenan Allen's going to be a Hall of Famer potentially. They're not good in short yardage. Now they will be. By the way, the Cowboys' three wins are against the Giants, Jets, and Patriots. And we told you Trayvon Diggs' injury would change the defense. With him, they allowed 193 yards a game. Without him, 358. Also, the last 20 teams to face the Niners are 1-19 the following week. Chargers win it 28-24. My blazing five picks. Now, the wise guys do not like my Baltimore pick at all, but I am resolute. I believe in it. I think Lamar Jackson is having a filthy good season, and his receivers are just dropping passes. That will change. J-Mac, thoughts before I get to coach? Love the Ravens. Like the Saints, love the Chargers, not sure about the other two. I don't uh, know if I can get there with the Bears. Here's my, my, my Bears is a locker room story. Mm. So young quarterback, full of hope, has back-to-back great weeks. I think that locker room in Chicago's on fire. They have belief right now. Whether they're right, Minnesota, rumors of Kirk Cousins being traded. Now Justin Jefferson's in the IR. Mm. That locker room's like, what week is it? When's our bye? When can I get a vacation? I think it's a locker room game. And also, the weather's terrible. Run dominant Chicago, pass dominant Minnesota. That's one of my favorite picks. Believe me, I haven't taken the Bears much in the last two years. <laughs> so if I go Bears, you know I got to like them. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Somebody who knows Sean Payton well, he was Ohio State, picked in the first round. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins has a new book, What Winners Won't Tell You. Joining us, a friend of the herd on the show. 13 years, two Super Bowls, multiple Pro Bowls, playoffs in eight of 13 years. Only player ever with victories against Brady and Manning in the Super Bowl, which has never happened. But for the record, thanks for coming. Uh is it like facing a little bit of the same guy or were there different challenges with Tom and Peyton? Oh, definitely different challenges. I, I think me as a player, I was a rookie <laughs> against Peyton Manning. I get thrown in a game in the fourth quarter uh, and I'm, you know, damn near peeing down my leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I played Brady. We, we, I was the captain of the defense, a lot different. And, I mean, he was playing well, too. So a lot of different strategy, but uh, obviously two of the best to ever do it. Guys that tend to manipulate safeties and guys on the back end, they were trying to manipulate you. Could you sense it? Yeah, I, I, Tom actually did in the, in the Super Bowl. He did a really good job. He threw like a four verts, looked me to my right, moved me a little bit in, threw a bang right to, to Gronk for a touchdown. Uh, so both of those quarterbacks, I, I think, you know, when we were in the Super Bowl against Manning, it was more 
him and John Vilma changing the play at the line of scrimmage almost every snap. So I'm watching them two play chess in real time, uh, which was, you know, as a rookie, you're like, I didn't realize how cerebral the game could be, not only just Manning, but with John Vilma as a linebacker, both of them really just playing chess with the rest of the players out there. So the book is What Winners Won't Tell You, Lessons from a Legendary Defender. It's got a great cover. Um, I've had this discussion before. I, I watched Teddy Bruschi play. I, I work with him at ESPN. He's a really smart, thoughtful guy. And I remember Desert Storm. He was a college guy, undersized. Nobody wanted to recruit him. And I, I came to learn his intelligence uh, was such a valuable asset with Belichick's brain. And Teddy was such a smart player. Similarly, you're viewed as talented, certainly, first-round pick. But if I said to you, what part of this league is instincts IQ and what's talent? What would the balance be? You had both. Not everybody yeah. does. I would say at least my game was probably 90% like mental. The physical stuff, you know, I wasn't the fastest, didn't jump the highest. Uh, you know, I, was, I had good range. I had good long arms. But physically, you know, the God-given talent in the NFL is really even. There are only a few guys that have more God-given talent than everybody Pew else. Few Randy Mosses, five in the league. Yeah, there's only a few. Um, but everybody else is really about how fast your game develops, how slow the game is for you, how prepared you are. Do you know how to read the offenses? Do you know body language? Do you know concepts and schemes? Do you know your defense and where the other players are? All of these things uh, are inputs and data that you can read that help you play faster. And when I learned that out, you know, it was like, I didn't need to be the fastest. I just needed to align, <laughs> you know, in a position where I could get my job done. I, I knew where the defense was. I knew what the D-line was doing. I knew where the nickel was. That allows you to now stop. You don't have to play every route. You can just stop three. Uh, and that changes the difficulty of the game by far. Uh, no locker room is perfect. There's going to be immature players, and then there's going to be leaders and adults. You go back to your teams that got to the Super Bowl was part of them getting there that it was a really serious, principled, grown-up, attentive locker room. Oh, yeah, I, I talk about it in the, in the book. Um, you know, we're 10-0 and 0 with the Saints, and I'm a, I'm a rookie. I'm, I've been in two national championships, been to three state championships in high school, and in my mind, I'm thinking, here we go again. You know, winning is easy. And Jonathan Vilma asks the defensive coaches to leave the room. He wants a player-only meeting. We had just beat uh, uh, Washington in overtime, and I'm thinking all is well. And John Vilma first calls me out, like, you can't play like a rookie. And he's flipping chairs over. And I'm like, we are 10 and 0. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a it was a lesson for me that, you know, we didn't we weren't just trying to be 10 and 0. We weren't trying to just be 13 and 0. We wanted to win a Super Bowl. And that's hard to focus on, to have that locked in, you know, mentality throughout the whole season, whether you're hitting dips or you're riding highs, you still gotta be uh, kind of even killed. So when I got to Philly, fast forward eight years, uh, now I'm the John Vilma. I'm the captain of the defense, and I found myself having to keep my team focused throughout the season. And so I do think whenever you look at Super Bowl championship locker rooms, you're going to have player ownership. You're going to have uh, phenomenal leadership um, from a captain, like team captain standpoint. You know, it, listen, Sean Payton's outspoken. He was on our network last year. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Never learn more. Uh, outspoken, makes mistakes, willing to say it. Uh, he's a big personality. Uh, the Russell thing is really choppy. Um, and I had said earlier, I think I made a mistake. I always viewed Russell's running as sort of an additive, a curveball, a breaking pitch. 
It was more than that. He's yeah. never been a great pocket thrower. I right. was wrong. Pete Carroll, obviously, he knows more than I do. And now that he's not, doesn't have the juice running, he's just not. He's, you know, listen, it's hard for 5'11 guys. Yeah. Two has acknowledged it. I can't see some of this stuff. And so my, my guess is they'll eventually have to move off this thing. One of the things I've wondered about as Russell's very optimistic, religious conviction, very polished, Sean's brutal. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about him. Yeah. He is raw. Could you see it getting kind of ugly? It's just two different personalities. Yeah, I don't think it'll get ugly, you know, in the media more than it has already. I think we just are alarmed that the two personalities juxtapose against one another. Uh, but Sean is a my way to highway type of guy. And he says what's on his mind. Uh, he said many things to me in my career. I've seen him talk to players. Uh, in a way that's not disrespectful, but as just matter of fact. And the one thing I could always appreciate about Sean was you knew where you stood. You knew what was expected of you, and you knew what the standard was. Um, I think what we're seeing with the Broncos is just, it's not really even just the quarterback or just Sean. It's like the team is taking his turns. <laughs> you know, the defense didn't show up one week, then they show up the next, but the offense isn't there. Sean's not perfect either. He's making some bad decisions. And I think we're just waiting to see if this is going to gel or not. Um, and, and it's really yet to be seen. And then if not, then we know that some decisions are going to have to be made, obviously, in the offseason. The book is called What Winners Won't Tell You. You can tell from uh, uh, Malcolm Jens, uh, Jenkins, a very thoughtful guy, lessons from a legendary defender. Um, you know, we were talking about the Niners. The last 20 teams that have faced the Niners are 1-19 and 19 the following week. They mm. beat the hell out of you. Yeah. They don't just beat you. They beat you up. <laughs> yeah. Go to your NFL. Now, Philadelphia was often the team that did that. Yeah. The Saints, very physical when you were there. Go back to your career. What was a team that you didn't like to play? Seattle. It, 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 easy. The Legion of Boom, when those guys were, were... Tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, we knew... What year was it? I forget what year. We went there in during 2013, the 2013, 2014. Yeah. Thir- yeah. I think it was 14 or 13. We went there during a Monday night and they spanked us and completely annihilated us. We knew physically, mentally coaching, like they were a better team than us. And then we had to come back later in the wild card. Oh, and, and they beat you. <laughs> they did beat us. And we knew we were going to lose that game. We stepped on the field and knew we didn't have a chance to win but we were going to just try not to be dominated <laughs> physically. <laughs> like We're like, okay, we're going to at least be able to walk out of here with some respect in our names because we knew that was a team. When you, when you showed up, they weren't, it wasn't pretty. They weren't doing something elaborate. They were going to line up and hit you. And you knew it. Yeah, That's and, it, and that was offense and defense. They were running the ball with Marshawn Lynch on offense, and then defensively you had Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Bobby Wagner, all these guys. Uh, that was a physical bunch, and we were known to be kind of the, the dome team from the, from New Orleans that couldn't win on the road, uh, and they, they proved it. I said, J-Mac, I sat next to Cam Chancellor. I went to the Mandalay Bay, mm-hmm. and I'm in one of those little uh, private little things, and I'm sitting there, and there's this long athlete next to me, and I look over, and I'm like, I swear to God, that's Cam Chancellor. And I, I talked to him for a very nice guy. Yeah, great guy. Dude. Mean on the field, though. <laughs> dude, he... His size, I was like, and he goes, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've lost a little bit. And, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. uh, excuse me? That dude was a thumper. Yeah. When he, when he hit, uh, what was the lineman that he, he put down a couple times? <laughs> and he's hitting, pulling guards. And I'm like, that is a man right there. That's, <laughs> that's, if you're going to play the strong safety position, that's how you do it. Right yeah, there. he was built like a linebacker. Yeah. Um, all right. So CJ Stroud shocks the world. 
And I said this weekend, I think there's going to be a little regression. Everybody's got film now. Now, I think he's done really well. Yeah. He's like Jared Goff. If you give him time, beautiful thrower of the football. Yep. I mean, it's pretty. Um, I'm kind of shocked. Ohio State guy. So mm-hmm. I said that I didn't see a ton of juice. I just saw a pocket guy. And, and, and Goff, as a pocket guy, has limitations. As an Ohio State guy, you probably heard stuff about him. Yeah. What, what were they? Are you surprised by? I mean, he makes no mistakes. Yeah, I think that's what I'm, you're most surprised at is any rookie, I don't care how good you are, you, you, they come in and usually you're concerned about taking care of the football. And I don't think he's thrown an interception yet. No. Yeah, which is, which is surprising. I think... You know, that that just tells me without even looking at the tape that he's probably clean in the pocket. He's probably not getting hit a lot. Um, and they're making it very easy for him from a read standpoint. Simple concepts, get the ball out of his hands, keep him standing upright. And I think that's a good formula for, for a young quarterback. Certainly the first year. Yeah, cer- certainly. I mean, what you don't want him to feel like is coming in and he's got to will, yeah, will the team to victory. That's a tough place to be in, especially if you don't have the roster around him. So, I, I mean, I think it's, it's one of those things that it is surprising. I, you, you, I always expect, especially as a former DB, for young quarterbacks to come in and, and be able to get taken advantage of just a little bit. Um, but that just hadn't been the case. What was it like to face Drew Brees in practice? Did he make you better? Oh, 100%. Uh, I mean, I remember, especially when it came to, like, trying to trick quarterbacks, he's one of the more cerebral quarterbacks there was. And I can remember showing, you know, a cover two shell, and I'm thinking, all right, he's going to check to a run versus this. But we're in down safety, and I'm the down safety. And he checks to a pass, and I just couldn't figure it out. So after practice, I asked him, like, what were you looking at? And he's like, you, you and Roman actually had a really good disguise. I thought it was cover two, but the linebacker wasn't, he wasn't over in the C gap, which means that you probably needed to come down and take that. And so it's like, he knows the defense better than the defense half the time. <laughs> I'm trying to teach the linebackers now, like, hey, when I'm disguising, you got to disguise with me. <laughs> and, you, and you realize that there is, when you talk about, you know, a quarterback at the line of scrimmage who has an awareness of the game, there is definitely a drop-off when it comes to, like, those top-tier Brady's, Breeze's, Manning's uh, to everyone else who kind of knows. They'll know the safety. They'll know, you know, a nickel pressure. But the detail of the defensive line shades to where the linebackers are, that stuff is – that was next level. So, for me – it even made me now layer in my disguises. It made me talk to more teammates. I had to get the linebackers to, to play into it, get the nickels to play into it, because you realize it's not just, you know, college. Like, hey, I line up on the hash and I'm going <laughs> to trick, I'm gonna trick this, uh, the quarterback. So you played for two of the most uh, ribald, loud, raucous fan bases, Saints Eagles. Yeah. I mean, if you had to pick two teams and say, I, I just want to play for a franchise where the fans care. Yeah. Um, and this is a weird question, but a Monday night in New Orleans, a Sunday night in Philly, what is, what is it like to be a pro athlete? You make a big play, and you're, the Eagle fans connect with you and the yeah. Saints fans. You'll never have that high again. You'll have family highs. You'll have other things. Yeah. But that must be such an elevated – those fan bases love their players. Yeah. It's a, it's a special connection, you know, like as a, and I, I can watch it now from the stands because I'll go to the games and, and I'm almost like, I'm always very grateful because I didn't really understand like what stage that I was on. But now that I'm in the stands, you realize just how connected the fans are to a player. So when you make that interception, you make that tackle and you're celebrating, you feel the entire city, you know, matching your vibration. 
uh, it's a it's a special thing, and you know, you know that teams that or the the city is behind you. Now, the the difference between those cities is what happens when you they, lose. When yeah, when things are it going well, it gets loud in Philly. <laughs> it gets real loud in Philly. Uh, well, I was telling, I was in New Orleans last night uh, and speaking about the book, and they asked me about the difference between the fans. I said, really, when it's going well, things are pretty comp- comparable, but when things are split, you know, Philly, they'll just boo you and talk bad about you. New Orleans. They'll just chalk it up and have a party in the Superdome. <laughs> <laughs> They'll cut the music up and just say, "All right, you know, Levanton Roulet." <laughs> yeah. Did you ever listen to WIP and that stuff? I, no, I couldn't do that. It was it was brutal. Bryce Harper said he listens to it every day. No, I can't do it. All right. I was I was one of those people. I, I turned off the TV, turned off the radio uh, because it's it's brutal. And it, every week, you know, it doesn't matter what you did last week. Every week, the sky's falling. Okay, Malcolm Jenkins. The forward by Tom Brady. Yeah. How great is that? Oh, uh, that was special. Uh, Tom is, you know, when I came up with the title, I'm thinking, all right, well, who's my favorite opponent? You know, when I talk about being a defender, and Tom was that person. I didn't realize how much he motivated me as a player until he retired. And I'm still, now I'm looking at the NFC South like, who am I getting ready for? <laughs> it was different. And I played Tom so many times. Um, so reaching out to him, and, and he blessed me with the forward. Uh, and that was special because, I, you know, as a competitor, I learned a lot from him. Joint practices, just watching how he prepares. Some of the things he did stuck with me my whole career, uh, just watching him as a young guy. So definitely uh, super grateful for him blessing me with the, the forward. Well, I have a two and a half hour flight today and I'm going to dive into this thing. And Is that a picture of you when you were a kid? That- yeah, that's, that was my first year of playing. Wow. Come a long way. This is a great <laughs> looking book. I appreciate what it. What winners won't tell you. Forward by Tom Brady. Lessons from a legendary defender. I can't wait to dive into this thing. Malcolm, you've always been great to our show. You have a lot of options and a lot of offers, and I always appreciate that. I appreciate you. Psst. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.